So, folks, I'm going to need everyone to pour one out for the realest, the biggest, the baddest, the hardest boys on the street, DMX and His Royal Highness Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, Earl of Marineth, Baron Greenwich, Royal Knight of the Most Noble Order of the Garter, Extra Knight of the Most Ancient and Most Noble Order of the Thistle, Member of the Order of Merit, Grand Master and First and Principal Knight, Grand Cross of the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire, Knight of the Order of Australia, Additional Member of the Order of New Zealand, Extra Companion of the Queen's Service Order, Royal Chief of the Order of Logu, Extraordinary Companion of the Order of Canada, Extraordinary Commander of the Order of Military Merit, Lord of Her Majesty's Most Honorable Privy Council, Privy Counselor to the Queen's Privy Council for Canada, Personal Aide de Camp to Her Majesty, Lord High Admiral of the United They're both up at the, up at the gates sharing one. And I will tell you, I almost cut out all the titles because I felt bad about DMX. Hi, folks. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Wow. I only had two stumbles wow. in that. That is a lot, lot of titles. You also said, you also said Green Witch again instead of Greenwich. Green, no, Greenwich. Did I say Greenwich? I, Greenwich. Greenwich. I know it's Greenwich, <laughs> but the problem, the problem <laughs> is the problem. The pro- I can do it over again. It's not a I'll do it again. I'll do it again. It's no problem whatsoever. So the thing is, um, so the thing is, when I start reading a script. When I'm reading a script that I've written out, my brain shuts off and I don't comprehend what I'm reading. My brain is just attempting to read it in as correct a pronunciation and as fast as possible. So my, my it's spelled Greenwich. But so it's my Greenwich. brain it's pronounced Greenwich. I know it's pronounced Greenwich, but my brain just goes, "Oh, hey, we're going to pronounce this Greenwich here because this is a word that makes sense." I mean, we we could do take two and 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 spell it phonetically in your in your thing. G R U E N. No take twos here. So your brain works with it. <laughs> yeah. This is all uh, live and direct. Rune itch. Yeah, I know it is completely live and direct. Hey, folks, welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. It is uh, Saturday, April tenth, twenty twenty one. We are here live recording our show. Uh, my name, of course, am M Gavril. My am Gavril. Uh, this is Neth. I went straight to you because you were laughing. I went straight to you because you were fucking laughing. You that's am Kevin. Gavril. Yeah, I am Hello. me am Gavril. That's Kevin and that's Chris. Hola. We of course have our intrepid fact checker LB in the room with us. He is of course going to stay silent because that is the best part of having a fact checker is that they don't get to talk. He also um, wears a news hat. He does. He and wears he a news a hat. In it. Can I can I make a can I make a quick request? Sure, go Can ahead. Can we get a Discord rank for LB that is ACTC fact checker? Yes, yes. you 100% need to do that. No, we're going to be taking care of that later. And he just needs the same admin rights as us. Because that's, that's LB. Except the ability to talk in recording booth. Except take away his payment to the server. Savage LB comes out. I don't know what's going to happen. Let, no, no. Trust, trust <laughs> and the all of us. We're not going to. Sh- no, no, LB. we're not going to trust LB. We're not going to trust LB. Hey, Kevin. No, I'm not. He's like a okay. fucking hawk. You can't trust anything he does. That's fair. Hey, Kevin, how the fuck's your last two weeks been? Good. Um, I'm over 40 hours played in Cyberpunk, <coughs> which seems insane given the game has so many bugs in it. Um, my favorite bug so far is when you aim down sight, you can't shoot a gun. That has happened to me numerous times. Um, 
and luckily I'm, nothing I'm else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you aim down sight and then can't shoot. Yeah. Yes. That, I, I, well, I that's had, a useful had, feature. Um, it's a it's it's a it's a pretty common bug that still hasn't been fixed. I've I've had yep. that before. Even after the one point two patch. Even, Even after, after one point two. Patch. Yep. <laughs> it's almost like the game wasn't QA tested adequately or bug fixed correctly. I don't yeah. think given enough time for either of those activities. That's what I Kevin. That's that was. That, 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 that was that was the thrust of what I was saying. So I have done one of the two endings. I'm going to do the other ending this weekend. So that should be fun. Um, and I've done a lot of side missions, and some of the side missions are very well done, like movie quality level for a side mission, which is like amazing to me. Um, I'm very. I mean, the stuff that they've done well has been done very well. And then there's some bugs, but the bugs haven't prevented me from completing a mission or, you know, stopped me from playing. So, but I, I am getting to the point where it's kind of like boring and um, I'm almost done like playing it for good, probably for a while until they add more content or something. So valid question. Did Cyberpunk release with a season pass like a lot of those games do? No. It did not. It did not. Okay. It did not release. No. <clears throat> anyway, so I did that. Played some Dota with the boys, and that's about it. Playing it with the boys. Oh, I did play Warzone. I loaded that up again last week with Neth or did. And then he proceeded to compliment Neth uh endlessly yeah. when she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Neth Wait, actually what? is better at Warzone than she was in the beginning. So check that out. Kevin still rushes headlong into dumb situations. And goes off no. wherever the fuck he wants without announcing it. <laughs> Can I, I just I point out Elby's fact checking for something we talked about before stream and he's PMing it to me. Oh, oh, okay. I'll need you to send me a screenshot uh, while, while Neth is What's talking. Happening? While Neth is giving us her tweets, I need you to go yeah. give me a screenshot of oh, that. Is Thank it you. my turn? Yes, it is your turn, Neth, I believe. Uh, Kevin, you're done, Kevin right, are you Kevin? done? I'm done. Okay. Not the blue your turn, man. What are you what have you been up to for the last two weeks, man? Um played a little bit of Phoenix. Um too lazy to say the whole name. Um played a whole bunch of Warzone. Um met a few new people that were actually fairly decent. Um like as in decent people, not necessarily like amazing players, but just straight up non-toxic and didn't <laughs> Way to do talk the... shit about them on stream. No! <laughs> not what i meant i'm not i'm just saying like they're not like oh my god like amazing they're not bad it's just it's nice as a female gamer to in those games you know you drop like join a random quad group and not get a bunch of people who are like straight up dicks right so i've added some people to my friends list on there this week uh one of which has joined our server um kevin you ran with him uh you met clutch yeah. yeah Um, but yeah, there's, there's a few people that I've added this week, so it's, it's actually been a decent week. Um, and then last night we played Among Us using the Town of Us. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Town of Us mod. Um, that was both amusing and also confusing as hell. Um, because I, I had no idea going in what 
99% of that shit was. Well, and so I was the town lost of Salem, mod, mod, right? Yeah, that is the Town of Salem mod. See, I've, never pl- I've never played Town of Salem. The, thing, the so. problem I think we had, the biggest problem I think we had is that we basically hovered around six people for most of the night. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have <laughs> people weren't around, um, and because we were using mods, Spawn couldn't play at the same time I was playing. So I know he played with you guys later because um, he he did want to play. But until we are able to get out and get him his laptop, it's just it's not a possibility. So, but yeah, other than that, um, that's about it. That's all I've done for gaming this week. Okay, Christopher, you have a fucking um, novel. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, playing a lot of Outriders at launch, and it was fun. I'm loving it. Great. Some of server issues and technical issues, but they're resolving eventually over time. It's been fun. With Outriders? Yes. Uh, it's Destiny 2, but more of a Borderlands. Kind of, yeah. Uh, I'd say it's probably more Division, but more Borderlands rather than Destiny 2. Okay. None of which I've played, so still um, with Outriders. Uh, I'll I'll stream some of it for you in a bit now. Okay. Um, so I've also been playing both WoW Retail and WoW Classic. My Druid on Classic is now 43, leveling that up. Uh, my Druid on Retail is just a beefy motherfucker who is a ball-ass tank, and I love it. Um, playing the Classic TBC beta. What is happening with Gav's face? <laughs> I'm talking about Classic, so he just doesn't care. Oh. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yep, got it. Spot on. Um, classic TBC beta. Um, I've been. I've got my druid on there. Uh, le- You're puppeting wrong. Leveling up with some of my uh, friends in the classic guild because at least five of us got it, so that's great. Um, and we did ten of us, and I I got the only jester one of the evening, and I'm really happy about it. <laughs> it's. Really triggering me that you're puppeting wrong. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I did get the only gesture one last night, and the biggest. Please my- stop moving anything but your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna move the whole fucking thing. When you talk, your head doesn't do this. <laughs> yes, my head does this. Don't you know that my head does this? Um, and sure as fuck does this. The town of us among us mod is super fucking fun. I think. 100% agree. If we get a full 10 man for it, it'll be insane and ridiculous. Uh, we uh, we tried, we spent so last night doing so many different combinations to try and. And you, you two are distracting me. I hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fuck it up. But... Crazy. <laughs> I did puppeting for years, so it's literally triggering me. <laughs> You were a puppeteer? Uh, Wait, what? I was! I am Chaos Incarnate. Did you do Van Trill's discussion for well? another. Just discussion for another time. Let Chris finish. What kind of puppeteer? <laughs> Kevin, Chris is now on his phone. Just let the man finish his shit. <laughs> Chris, go ahead. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... I do think we need more people for Among Us. If we can get our normal group, it'll be absolutely fantastic. Kevin, honestly, the amount of roles, the amount of other bits and bobs, I think you would enjoy it. It's extra bits. It's not just crewmate imposter. I think you would enjoy it. I think you should give it a try. I think we should try it next week and you should join us, honestly. Okay. Or tonight. 
or tonight. I'm even up for tonight, but if I, but we did a lot of it last night, so I figured maybe TTS tonight or something. Um, Where's it? Nah, I'm good with that. Dick, dick bullet train. Yeah. Um, to quote it, to quote our good friend Seth. To quote our good friend Seth, dick bullet train. Yep. Um, I last night we spent so much just trying to figure out the percentages and get make sure that it wasn't a case that someone was a basic bitch crewmate. I'm pretty certain that there are certain weights that it applies. I think there's weights that are applied behind the scenes that prevent certain things from happening. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, (laughs) Can I just say, how many lover wins did we have last night? At least a couple. Uh, there was like no, we didn't have any lover wins. None before. There were no, there were we no lover, lover wins. Win. There were no lover wins. Didn't uh, who got? Someone got close though. I think there was a close one. We got cl- well. I got close with somebody. We By were the like time I left, four. there wasn't any. So I don't know Adams what you guys had got, spawn. Adams and I got close. I think there was like, like there was like one of the last games. Adams and I got real fucking close, and then someone just, and then you voted me. Got swapped. Yeah. And then um. Yeah. Uh, fusion swapped fusion, me. Fusion swapped to all. Yeah. Oh, can As we revenge talk about the for me murdering Can we talk LB. about the game that we were about to win and then someone decided to swap? Hi, that was me. That was the first time I'd ever had Swapper, though. I just wanted to fuck it up. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so many different roles. I, I've never got to try Morphling. I got Minor twice. which was. <laughs> I was an engineer and I just showed my hand real early and just started venting around. I got the... Morphling twice. Um... I got engineer once, but couldn't figure out what I was supposed to be able to do, so I never used anything because I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with Remotely it. Remotely fix sabotage. I, I realized that afterwards, yeah. but be like I, at the time, I was like, mm? if you get minor, be careful. Watch where you're putting your vents because I put a vent in a wall. Well, I didn't. I think it was going to go into the wall and tried to use it and just ran on the spot until someone called a meeting. <laughs> and I, I, I caught Elby's ass out really badly as Spy, and when he yeah, was the miner, I think Spy is real powerful. If you was correct, but. I think Seer's a little OP. Uh, no, it's not. Th- that's why we jacked the cooldown up to maximum. Yeah, which was once we jacked the cooldown up, it was pretty balanced. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like the first, the yeah. first couple times we used it, it was like, like I didn't even know what had happened, and you're like running away screaming, "That's the imposter!" And I'm like. What the fuck? Yeah, we literally had a game where I was Seer. I think Gav was just basic basic ass crewmate. And I I, I believe that's correct. You were you were doing med bay. I walked up, cast the ability on you, and you could see I was Seer and I could see you were basic ass crewmate. So we were like, okay, we're safe. We'll stick together. Go into Deacon Tam. Neth joins us. I cast it on her. She's a Fucking! I think it was like camouflager, and we bolted it to the button. And she was no, I was morphling. I was morphling. I was morphling. Either way, we bolted it to the button and smacked. He, he runs away screaming, "That's the imposter! That's the imposter!" And I'm like standing there going, "I haven't done anything yet. How the <laughs> fuck do you know that?" <laughs> I was like. Mira well, is also a pretty pretty tight corridor map, so you run into everybody eventually. You yeah, run into so everybody eventually. I'm like, no idea. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I literally have run into one room. I haven't touched anybody. I haven't pressed it. How do you know this? I I, I take pride in having the first arsonist win. Of the yeah, night. and then Stone got two in a fucking row. Yep. Can I just say, I think Mira is ridiculous for seer and arsonist i think those two are, are so good on. Mira. i think for playing town of us we really need to play it on the new map 
because it we're too congested otherwise. What is that face? Stop it, well, Carol! We didn't want to do the map, the new map, purely because we were well, learning because we didn't have enough, we didn't have ten. Yes, I know. Well, not even no, not nothing to do with the lack of ten. We were learning the new rules. There was yeah, no point in throwing someone like Stone, who's never played the new map, into the new map as well. <laughs> I will say, I hated, hated drunk. <laughs> Adam's got that when you left. It was funny. <laughs> I, I hated it. Is this like all weird or is it just me? No, it sounds fine. That sounds pretty normal to me. I have my mic be all weird. I I'm running this through a filter, like a noise remover filter, and anytime you like screech into the microphone, it's like cutting out your voice. She probably just has a gate set on it. She's probably just got a gate set on it. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and go over my I'm gonna go over my shit. Yeah, it's glory. It's okay. Um, I played Dota with LB and Kevin and Chris, mostly LB and Chris, and I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise with Vil and Seth. That's about it. That's about it. Have you been enjoying the Monster Hunter? Oh, hell yeah, of course. I love Monster Hunter. Of course I'm going to be. Of course I'm enjoying myself, regardless. We've already completed the main campaign. I you had a Switch. Yes, Perry does. Uh, And I'm just using... Yeah, I got Perry a Switch a couple of years ago when I was still working at Target. Where I had that hookup and got that thing for cheap. Well, like ten percent discount, but yeah, still discounts a discount. It, it basically gave me that cost, so I was happy with it. Uh, but yeah, that's all I've been really up to. Cool. Yep. Uh, working half days because my partner at work is, has is a baby and has severe allergies. And uh, Oak Pollen is way the fuck up, so he's been bitching and moaning, so I've only been working half days, and I hate that. Those of you who know me know that I am... Go to a doctor. You're a work meal. I'm a workaholic. I, I am an absolute workaholic. If I had the option to, I'd work 10 hours like, a day. Okay. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Kevin, you say he doesn't know how to go to a doctor. Yes, but you also <laughs> live in a country where you go to a doctor, you have to, you know, sell a kidney to to pay for it. Well, <laughs> also, he, he also forgot to get his insurance set up through his wife because so, our, yes, workplace doesn't, our workplace doesn't offer insurance. So he had to get it set up through his wife and his wife and him are both idiots and they didn't set it up. So he doesn't have insurance. Yeah. So yeah, he goes to a doctor. He literally has to sell a kidney to pay for it. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I mean, he can get it any histamine over the counter. Yeah. Like, but he, he's a baby, and the slightest inconvenience to him is the absolute um, end of the fucking world. So yeah. See, like I have horrible pollen allergies. But oh, I do too. Pollen, like when the pollen kicks in, I just start a, a steady diet of antihistamine. I don't <laughs> like, know where it is. I think it's downstairs. I get but my I antihistamines. I have I have a bottle of Dayquil that I just drink on all day and long. I get them for free. I used to joke that I I used to just joke that I used to get hobo drunk at work because I would have a bottle of uh, Dayquil with me the whole time, all day. It would be in my pocket, and anytime Dayquil I felt any do anything for my for my allergies. Phenylephrine is fine for me. The, the dextromorphin and the phenylephrine is fine for me. It does it does enough. It does enough work. I, it kind of takes off the worst of it. I take fexofenadine for my allergies. Yeah. And the best part is, is I get I get pain reliever too throughout the day because I'm taking uh, acetaminophen or paracetamol. I take fixes. Oh, and can I can I can we just discuss how pathetic people are that only have allergies to one pollen and they're like, oh, I'm dying. I'm like, I'm allergic to all the pollen. If it makes yep. pollen, I'm allergic to it. Go fuck yourself. That you're I have allergic a, to poplar. I have pretty broad 
allergies, so <laughs> it sucks. But they're not terrible. I, it doesn't like knock me on my ass or anything. It's just pretty broad, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. My head's congested, and I'm and my throat is scratchy for the next like three weeks. Wonderful. Yeah, for me, it's a case of as long as I take a fix of anodine every day for the next six months, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got some listener feedback. Hell no. <laughs> no. People yeah. don't like talking to us apparently. It's okay. And that's all right. We we, we, we engage with allergies. Yeah. E- email us about <laughs> your allergies. I'm personally allergic to pine, magnolia, cypress, and oak. Um, if you have any similar allergies, or maybe you have an out of out of the way allergy that I've never heard of, give us a heads up. We're also uh, not doctors and not providing medical <clears> advice, <throat> just in case. Anyone. Never claimed to be vi- providing medical advice, Kevin. Never did once. Anytime anyone mows the lawn, it's painful. Oh, you have a grass allergy? I have a mild grass allergy. I have, I ha- I have a allergy. It's hell. I have a I have a skin contact grass allergy. Uh, I'm not allergic to the to the to anything like that. I just have a skin. <laughs> I have my a skin allergy. Was, my comment was not a prompt to talk more about allergies. Hey, you fucking started it. You fucking mentioned it. We're gonna keep going. Oh <clears throat> Evan, have, have there some... been countries? <laughs> yeah, there's been listeners to the show from multiple countries throughout the world, wow. including the US, Canada, Sweden, the UK, and Spain. And Malta cool. almost. Espana? Espana? The Spaniards are joining. Yep. The Swedes, the Brits, and the Spaniards. Okay, speaking of Spanish, Could I was playing Warzone just with... Describe the population of my guild in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> it's your guild listening to us! Yay! Probably not. Nah, his guild fucking hates us. So I was, I was playing Warzone this morning and got in a game with two Spanish people and they were teaching the other two of us how to speak Spanish. So I learned how to say tu es... Pendejo. Ah, hey, so they were. They, yes. So were they teaching you Castilian or were they spe- teaching you uh, Central American Spanish? One was from Argentina. So Central American and Spanish. The other one was from the states, but Spanish is the first language, not second. So I'm not sure. Okay, where. so yeah, that's that, that's, yeah. that's 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 Central South American style Spanish, not Castilian. Castilian is a pretty language, but it's fucking annoying. But I mean, like I, Canada, no Spanish. Like, I, I was like, this is cool. Okay, how do I say this? I I get to de- I get to li- live with that every day because I'm a tradesman, and it's just a fact of the matter that there's a lot of people who speak Spanish in, in trades in construction trades in Houston. So I, I I have thankfully the Spanish I learned as a retail manager uh, has carried over into my construction work. That's cool though. Wish I, could, I wish I was fluent in languages. I think that's I'm not really neat. Fluent. I can I can give direction and I can make requests, and that's about it. I, and the fact of the matter is, I'm also having to learn a bunch of like specialized new words that are related to construction. Yeah, because all the words I knew, it's like uh, I need you to take care of uh, take care of the ropas. I need you to take care of the clothes. Go take care of the clothes. Tarejos. Uh, I believe that's tags, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's been a while since I had to flex my, my retail Spanish. Um, I probably just... Some some gaming <laughs> Kevin, yeah, just let us probably. talk. And this is gaming news, because I was learning it in Warzone, so... <laughs> you were learning how to call people assholes? She was learning how to be a goblin. Hey. <laughs> she was learning to be and an absolute gremlin. Wait, I have one more thing that's not gaming news that I've been given permission to say. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I felt the pain just <laughs> vibrate yeah. through the monitor there. I, I mean, felt come it. on, what are the like? It's it, the odds of us actually getting to record on his actual birthday so that I could say it. <laughs> oh, I knew this like, was coming like eight up, months ago. Like, I knew this was coming like eight months ago because I have all the shows scheduled out in my phone. <laughs> yeah, I knew this was coming. Yeah, I was real excited about this. I considered calling the joys, out the, the joys of my birthday. I we promise will never I will, do it on my birthday. Yeah. I promise I will not sing to you because I like you. Well, we, I, I, I may never, have since what? Chris's birthday is on Christmas. It's like we will never, never have, record a show on my birthday. You never have to worry about something dumb happening on your birthday, and then yeah, like having well, and, to work on your birthday or something. Well, stupid. and then also Ooh, he never has to point. work. I I nearly had to work my birthday last. I was going to say he works in healthcare, so yeah, yeah they so work during holidays. No, 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 no. I so I work in GP practice, which means uh, we get all the public holidays, uh, all the Scottish public holidays. Um, Christmas Day and Boxing Day, which is the twenty fifth to twenty sixth, are mm-hmm. public holidays. Um, but during the pandemic last year. All of our public holidays were cancelled. The first one we got last year was Christmas and Boxing Day. Nice. Um, and we almost didn't have it. So <clears> I almost <throat> had to work on my birthday, but my manager was like, no, that's not going to happen. We'll not make you work on your birthday. We'll cover it. <laughs> You'll work nice. on Boxing Day, but you won't work on your I birthday. I never work on my birthday. I take a vacation day. But then we got them, so I was like, I was really happy. None of us worked. <laughs> I I now have a job where they take public holidays off, so where they take bank holidays off. So Yay! yeah, it's nice. It's nice. We didn't work. We worked on Labor Day. We so it's not bank holidays. We worked on Labor Day and Memorial Day, but we don't work on like the big stuff. We don't do Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, Christmas stuff like that. I I, I really just detest the, the holidays that make you have picnics. Is East count as a big holiday in the states? It does. It is a big holiday yeah, in the U.S. We got no, we got the, we got the uh, four day weekend. We it, 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 we don't get like they don't uh, depending on where you, what you do. Day off. It's not a mandatory day off, but since it's on Sunday, most like nine to fives don't matter. Like like your average office nine to five, they don't give a shit because it's on a Sunday, so they don't work on Sundays anyways. No, but so here we get Good, Good Friday, Friday and Easter Monday. Easter Monday, yeah. Um, some places will do Good Friday. Some some people will do Good Friday and Easter Monday, but the most do not. Uh, if it's a religious, if it's a place that has like strong religious co- connections, they'll take Easter, Good Friday, and Easter Monday off. Okay. But um, generally, no. They well, might give you but, like a food holiday at some places. Yeah, they they might do that. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I think like I think like Hobby Lobby and places like that, places that are like deeply religious, like yes, Play. they'll take that Sunday off. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take like the Sunday off and shit like that. But yeah, otherwise, no, like, yeah, retail. I worked, I, there were no holidays that we took off except we used to take Easter Sunday off and then they stopped doing that. I think my third or fourth year there. And then we always took Christmas off and we used to take Thanksgiving off. And then we stopped. I get extra holidays next year Mm -hmm. for five year service. Hey, look at you, buddy. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you roll up into another week's vacation kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, so nice. we're just we're just having a nice long conversation about our lives and our days and our jobs and, and our allergies. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. 
Kevin's like, I came here not to think about this bullshit. I came here to talk about video games and video game accessories. I think before Kevin has a stroke and kills us all, we should probably start talking about gaming news. <laughs> Chris, you're dealing with all this shit. How much I work last week. I'm dealing with the first part, at least. Yes. So, yeah. Um, let's move into some gaming news. Let's talk World of Warcraft. Uh, the, big, the, the big stuff we're going to talk about is the TBC Classic beta. So... For anyone who doesn't, uh, anyone who has access, you now have availability all the way up to <coughs> level seventy. Uh, you're also available to test the Eye of the Storm battleground, the heroic dungeons, um, arena skirmishes, the Orgola dailies, uh, and the uh, Shatari Skyguard dailies will be available uh, from yesterday now through all the way through till Monday uh, for testing. Uh, and they have also enabled all third-party add-ons. So if you if you if there is a version available for Burning Crusade Beta, which is running at version, I want to say, 2.5.2, uh, you should be able to uh, get those up and running. I know Quest Day is working. I know Details is working. Um, SCADA? Is SCADA working? I don't know. I've never, I haven't used SCADA since Mr. Pandario. <laughs> <laughs> KLM? KTH? Threat Meters? <laughs> No, you don't need that. Why is it vaguely familiar, but not? (laughs) Details has its own threat meter built into it now, so you don't need a a secondary threat add-on. You just use details. God damn it, back in my day, we had to run multiple add-ons just to do a single goddamn thing. Um, and then you had those motherfuckers who had all the RAM in the world who could run Titan Panel. Fuck you, assholes. Yeah, I ran Titan Panel back in the day. Woo! Um, they're, they are starting uh, raid testing uh, going into next week. We will have Karazhan available on Tuesday the 13th from 2 p.m. Pacific, uh, ending at... Uh, il- nope, did I read that wrong? Yep, ending at 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Gruel will be available on Wednesday the 14th, again starting at 2, ending at 8 uh, Pacific time. And Magtheridon mm-hmm. will be available on Thursday the 15th for testing, between 2 and 8 Pacific. Um, there will be a standalone specific realm, uh, specifically for the raid testing, where you will be able to jump in, create a level 70 te- uh, template uh, that will have pre-best gear, as well as... Uh, consumables and there will be profession ven- there will be consumables and profession vendors in Shatrath. Um so if you do plan on doing any of the raid testing, that's where you would do it. And please make sure you use your in-game bug reporter. Exactly. All right. Uh so the tech alpha for D2 is uh currently live, I believe. I believe some streamers are have already gotten access. Um mm-hmm. but us plebeians have not yet. Um, so that's going to be that. Uh, so that is for Diablo 2 Resurrected, the remaster for Diablo 2, uh, which a lot of people are really excited for. I am one of those people that is very excited for it. I never got to play D2. Now, I, I'm excited for it, but I'm okay to not have it right away, you know? There I remember three, doing multiple reinstalls. Three that's classes all I are available Amazon, Barbarian, and Sorceress. I'm going to play Sorceress when it comes out. Are you just going to be a lightning Druid. node? Sork? Druid is available on D2, right? Nova Lightning, Teleport. Druid, Druid and Assassin were uh, Lord of Destruction. They were the expansion. So I think it's coming with the expansion content initially, I believe is what they said. So it's coming with all the expansion content. I mean, so if it's should... anything like Warcraft 3, it will. Yeah. Uh, we're hoping yeah. it's not like Warcraft 3. Yeah, but I mean, in, in regards to what content's available... <laughs> Yeah, I get you. 
said that um, there was some Hearthstone news. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, Pete ne- uh, Paul Nemeth, uh, also known as Zalay, uh, has been suspended from all Hearthstone esports events for the next year following uh, abuse allegations from a ex girlfriend. Uh, we're not going to go into it, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, he's been, he is the American Grandmaster. So there are only a couple of grand, there, there's a small pool of Grandmasters in the world. Um, and on a regional basis, I believe, if I remember correctly. And he was the American one. And yeah, so he's been suspended and it's just leading up into a tournament. So it was, uh, it was very short timing on Blizzard's part. So uh, it seems like they're responding to this rapidly. <clears throat> Um, we'll see what happens as uh, the investigations unfold and things like that. But I would hope that they wouldn't have just suspended this man, this guy, uh, for a year without having some information. So hopefully that they've got some information that uh, corroborates this. So, uh, yeah, but if it's true, uh, good for Blizzard. They did the right thing really rapidly. Uh, following that, uh, we have the arrival of Karen Mercy in the Overwatch Archive event. If you haven't seen the screenshot, if you haven't seen the Karen, uh, the Karen Mercy uh, Archive skin, it's fantastic, and it's so, so bad. What's Karen Mercy? Oh, let me look it up for you and link it real quick. Are you... The Mercy skin? Why? Yes. Why are you calling it Karen? Have you seen it? Oh, Karen? Like the Karen. K-A-R-E-N. Karen. Okay. As in, can I see the manager, please? Yes, yes. As a, and may I speak no. to, I, I, I want to speak to your manager, please. Yes. No, I'm not kidding you. In the slightest here. Let me give you a link to it. Um Yeah, the screenshot <clears throat> and the link that I have there. So the archives event is back for it looks like a two-week period between uh, or there's three weeks, actually. It starts on April 6th, it ends on April 27th. You can play to get rewards, and the more rewards you get, you can earn stars, which you can use to get a skin that Gavril's saying is Karen. Uh, it's in the general channel. It's it's not Gav that's saying it's Karen. It is Karen. It it's literally looks like Karen. It literally looks like a Karen. Um, uh, it's in the general just, channel. Just as a reminder for anything that you do get in Overwatch, for when it eventually comes out, when the stars align and the planets align... And Overwatch Two eventually comes out. They will all transfer over. Can I say that's really unfortunate because I like the outfit, but oh my god, that hair! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like, that's I the love only the thing. darker the colors of the, the outfit, but the hair, like the hair. <laughs> uh, this is also a good one. I will say I the Lucio skin looks badass. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I haven't. I love the in Lucio a while, skin. but it's um something that I might. Pick up. I think it would be fun to go play. Over. Yeah, I wouldn't I think... mind. I wouldn't mind playing with it with you guys if you guys wanted to pick it back up. I haven't played it in a while, but I would love to just try and earn enough to grab that Lucio skin. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. I'll we have until the thirteenth. Yeah, we have three days. There's okay. not enough time. Not There's enough time. For Come on. I mean, if games. I start playing right now and just chat to you in the, in the background, <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> okay, Chris, Chris, I'll fire up mine too. 
We'll, we'll just we'll, we just will tell them. Um, do not tank your bandwidth during the show, please. Jesus Christ. Uh, Gabriel, Frost Giant news. You said there was some Frost Giant news. Yeah. So Frost Giant is a studio that was uh, formed out of some ex Blizzard employees, notably people who worked on uh, Warcraft Three, Starcraft Two. Uh, I think a couple of them worked for WoW, worked on the WoW projects. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have announced that they are working on a new RTS game uh, that they will be attempting to revitalize or reimagine a lot of the um, the RTS genre, like going back to its roots and just sort of making something amazing. That's what they're shooting for. Um, we've got an article uh, from OP Attack uh, that we'll be linking into our uh, an interview that they did with uh, Tim Morton, who is the head of Frost Giant. Um, we're going to link that article, that uh, interview. But it's interesting. Um, Gabriel, what are some elements from old RTS games that you think they should revitalize? Or what would get you excited to play an RTS again? <sighs> My problem is, is that I am, as, as we said earlier, I'm 36. I don't have the patience to learn all of the micro mechanics in RTSs anymore, and I, I it's just me being honest. It's not saying that, like, oh, I'm old, old people can't play RTSs. I just, I'm 36. I got too much shit going on. I don't have the time to dedicate to learn how, you know, uh, a spread pattern happens when you move a, when you micro a, when you do a micro split push with three Marines and how you beat two Zealots as three Marines. I don't know. I don't have the patience to learn that anymore. No, I think that's a valid point. I think that there seemed to be maybe it was just me but i never really cared that much about that level of micro like they did in starcraft 2 when i was playing starcraft 1 um so i i I wasn't trying to learn to play i didn't want to be competitive i didn't want to be like top tier competitive i didn't want to do like oh yeah i'm gonna do high diamond platinum master climbs but it's like i wanted to be competent enough in a game where it's like i didn't feel uncomfortable going into a match a ranked match and Mm -hmm. At this point in my life, I don't have the patience to learn all of the mechanics and all of the deep micro stuff necessary yeah. for being competitive uh, in a PvP environment. I mean, I, I think the the thing that I really enjoyed about it was like mid to late game, where when you realize that they went down a certain tech tree that you could counter, or you had things that you could counter with, and then it was more about like, okay, let me try to counter him before he tries to counter me. And I, the the point about like having to know a ridiculous amount of micro i don't want to have to learn that in another rts game either i think if it was more higher level and it was actually less about the microing then i would be like all so for that th- that's the macro side of things and the mm-hmm. macro side of things is something that starcraft 2 did really well starcraft 2 had a lot of macro focus throughout the game's life <clears throat> i mean yes micro was a huge huge deal still but you could get away with being a macro player <clears throat> Okay. You could get away with, in some cases, being a macro player uh, up to a certain level. And after that certain level, then yeah, no, <laughs> you're playing fucking micro. Um, Did you ever play those game modes where, like, you could play with somebody on your same team with the same units? Uh, like Archon? Team mode? Yeah, like that. To uh, get the Archon mode? Yes, I played Archon actually with a certain person uh, that we don't really talk about that much anymore. A lot, actually. Yeah, that that was fun too. If they brought some, back something like that, or you could have like three people, that would be fun. I would. I disagree. I think two people was the optimum number for that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think adding any more people just adds layers of complexity that is unnecessary because two people can agree on something. Three people have a harder time communicating across each other. Yeah. But then one person can micro and one person can macro or find resources. Yes, that's exactly, that's exactly what you would do. You would have one person that was focused on one portion of micro. So they would be focused on your army micro and you'd have another person that was focused more on your base side micro. So mm-hmm. building out or the base side macro. So they were building out, they were expanding fast. They were uh, getting production facilities up while the other person was able to micro a small number of units efficiently and effectively. Yeah. <clears throat> Yep, even um, something like I think about games like Satisfactory or something like that, but turn it into an RTS where it's kind of higher level, quicker paced, and allows allows that kind of for like build, expand, kill things type of play style. That would be fun. Yeah. Um anyway. I, I'm just really excited that uh Frostrite has announced that they are going to be working on a new RTS that they have like confirmed that they'll be working on an RTS. I'm interesting to I'm interested to see where it goes because the last RTS, the last brand new RTS I remember coming out brand new IP completely um I think was Grey Goo which was fun but it was very much the same sort of like yeah it's rock paper scissors it's halo are Wars. you not counting the ones that put up put up my paradox grand strat i'm not counting grand strategy games i mean paradox Parado- is almost entirely grand strategy <clears throat> i don't I mean, know the okay. difference Grand strategy is more of an overarching. It, it, it's it, it focuses on a more global scale rather than oh you're building a base you're building one little base and you're moving out from there. Grand strategy is more about okay this is how this interacts with this and this is how this interacts with this and this is like how we create this whole huge network and web of things. This is uh, this is a point of contention amongst the RTS and the grand strategy. Yes, because like uh, they're not my thing in any way, shape, or form, but. Spawn is very deeply into all of the RTS paradox games. Like, yeah, and and then, and that's it's 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 a different kind of genre to me because it's a sub fork. Yeah. They're for forks of each other. They're 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 two separate entities within the same sort of wheelhouse within the same sort of like um, I guess wheelhouse is the best way to put it right there. Uh, but. I feel like they control and play very differently at the long run. I may just be completely talking out of my ass here, but no, that's how I kind of like look I at said, it. Like I said, RTS has never, ever been my thing. I never played StarCraft. I never played WarCraft. I like, I, it's not my type of game. I've never enjoyed it. So it was a legitimate question. Like, I was just curious why you weren't counting any of the Paradox games because they have had new ones out like really yeah. recently. And, and they are real time strategy games. They are real time strategy yeah. games, but they're they're more on the grand strategy side of things. I feel. And again, if I'm wrong, please tell me, folks. Like, not just you all, but anybody else that may be listening to this. Uh, I, I kind of view them in a different genre. Because I think it's reductive to put a grand strategy game side by side with like StarCraft and say, oh, well, these games play the same. <clears throat> and I'm not attacking you or anything. Nothing. Just like, I'm trying yeah, to put like my They're actually the called grand strategy games on their own website. So, yeah. Well, the thing is, grand strategy games can be both turn based, so they can be like a 4X, and they can also be um, real time. So I think it's more like, I think Stellaris is real time. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, like 
I, I, I don't know enough about the grand strategy genre because despite the fact that I play Forex games, grand strategy was never a thing that really got into my blood. But I, I was stopped I'm, at SimCity. <laughs> so you stopped at the simulator, the city builders. Okay. Yeah. That was the last That's time fun. I played a grand strategy game. That's not even grand strategy. That's small scale strategy, bruh. <laughs> get on get on spawns level. Oh no wait, I played no, I never mind. I was gonna say the roller coaster one, but I didn't play that one. SimCity. Um so I'm really excited to see. Like I, he's got hundreds of hours in in those. Oh yeah, I know. Too. No, I see him playing like Hearts of Iron and things like that all the time on Steam. Yeah, <clears throat> like he loves those. And like I'll be sitting on the couch, like reading or doing my own thing on the Xbox or whatever, and he's like, he's talking to me about what's going on, and half the time I'm like, what? So I've just made an because alliance with the Duke of Prussia that I will be quickly backstabbing <laughs> him over. Because half the time he's also taking history, right? So half the time I'm like, wait, are you talking about your history class? Or are you talking about your game? Because what? <laughs> what this the is fuck a, is the conversation? This is a good way to learn about history. Yes, it is. Actually, those games are really good. If if you they are if you play the historical, like the historically accurate simulation yeah. modes, they're a really good way to learn about how the various histories of Europe he- he likes playing both, so he'll alternate between doing like real true history and then he'll do like an alt history one where like you know like England's Nazi or like like just really random weird stuff like he'll do and I'll be like what? Okay what are you talking you're doing about? Something, buddy. What are you talking about? Um, I don't understand. So in some other news that we've got going on, uh <clears throat> pardon me. Omar Gonzalez, who those of you who keep track of WoW, WoW Classic, things like that over the last 20 years or so, um, he's been a pretty driving force in the last couple of years through the WoW Classic project. Um, he's a technical lead, I believe it was. Uh, current. Uh, well, his last title at Blizzard, I believe, was technical lead uh, or technical expert, something like that. <clears throat> and he is credited as being one of those people who just locked himself away in a room for a week and basically got the old wow the the 1.12 uh engine uh the 1.12 version of wow running on the modern wow engine which is how classic is played if you don't know anything about how classic works behind the scenes it is literally wow 112 or classic wow running on the modern engine for WoW, and he, he's, he's he's credited by a lot of people as being one of those driving forces that got the WoW Classic project off the ground completely, and like actually provable that this could work, that this could be a thing that they could do. Um, he has left Blizzard, and he is joining everybody's uh, everybody's favorite Uncle Mike over at Dreamhaven. <clears throat> Uncle Mike, woo! Cool. So those of you who don't know, Mike Morheim, uh, when he left Blizzard, uh, he founded a new studio called Dreamhaven. Uh, and has gotten some very high-level talent out of Blizzard. Uh, some very high-level talent from Blizzard followed him uh, to Dreamhaven. So I don't believe they've announced anything still. Like, hard announced anything. I think, yeah, because Second Dinner was doing the Marvel stuff. Yeah, Second Dinner was doing the Marvel thing. And, yeah, Dreamhaven hasn't announced any major projects yet. So we're they're still hiring, so... Let's, we're going to see how it goes. Uh, I'm hoping the best for them, and I hope that we see some really interesting uh, interesting titles come out of them yeah, <clears throat> in the next couple of years. Really interested to see. 
Um, uh, Kevin, I think you mentioned this one. Yeah, there's um, some information that's coming out about Epic um, regarding their court case that they're in with Apple over the App Store and how they were trying to circumvent the fees that they would have to pay Apple through the App Store. Um, basically, they released a few court documents, and this is showing that they have put up over $400 million worth of money on like exclusive and uh, minimum guarantees to developers to publish games on the Epic Game Store. Um, and basically what the minimum guarantee is, is they give a developer a certain amount of money for posting the game on the Epic Game Store, even if it hasn't sold anything yet. Yeah, so that it's exclusive and it, it locks them into using the Epic Game Store as the only way to get the game. Um, there was also some information that came out of these court documents saying that uh, Epic lost $181 million dollars on the Epic Game Store in 2019 and are set to lose 273 million in 2020. So it sounds like they're they're putting up a lot of money to try to get people into their game store and you know not just pay developers but also to gain the exclusive rights to those games and mm -hmm. to give out free games to lure people into the store to use it to buy other games. Um, and they are just like losing truckloads of money over over this. Uh, and, uh, they don't care. They're still printing money for ceiling dances from pop culture and creators and content and buying Marvel uh, and Unreal affiliations. Yeah. And they have the Unreal money too. So they've got the Unreal money and they've got the Fortnite money. They don't give a fuck how much the Epic Store loses. They don't give a shit. When it passes yeah. a billion dollar mark, then they might take a look at it. And even yeah. then, they probably won't give a shit. Yeah, the Epic Store, the the amount that it's losing mm. at the moment, they could they they can sustain this without any major issue. Yeah, I, as long um, as Fortnite doesn't die. Yeah, as long it's as never Fortnite, gonna die. As long as Fortnite doesn't never die, and it. Unreal constantly and is still constantly popular for development, it's never gonna die. Yeah, Unreal. I've Unreal honestly never gone. played Fortnite. Neither have I. I have. Don't want to. I have. I actually played the original Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite Save the World is what they ended up calling it. The single player, uh, the PVE component. I played that one, and I also played a little bit of Fortnite towards the very beginning because I thought it was like, okay, let's take a look at this, and it's like, nope, no, I don't, I don't nope. like the genre. Of the buildings. So. Like, why is this man doing the Carlton? I what? The Carlton. I I um, don't like yeah. I don't like the genre, so I don't play those typically. My yeah, I, my friend's son was like, I think he's like eight years old or something, and he was playing Fortnite, <laughs> and I was just like, what is going on here? Why is there an eight year old playing, uh, you know, this type of game? I'm just what, like, was he shouting? I'm was not. he shouting racial slurs at people and and screaming Probably. about his V bucks? Probably. No, well, he was like asking his parents. Yeah, he's asking my friend for like money, basically, like, oh, I need money so that I can like buy stuff in this game, and you know his dad doesn't know what the hell it is and like why he's getting the money. <laughs> and, I, and we could have a whole show about that because there's, you know, tons of people whose kids are asking for money for games and they really don't understand. Like well, the, 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 the predatory practice of microtransactions and children has been something that like the, that the world governments have been aggressively pursuing against and yeah. uh, game companies have been desperately lobbying to prevent these rules from going into place. Um, Belgium, things like that, loot boxes being banned in Belgium, and uh, transparency laws in 
China for gotcha games and and loot boxes. So and but Brazil I mean, and a couple other countries, I think. At the same time, parents need to parent. Fortnite is technically rated T for teen. Your eight year old should not be playing it. <laughs> Just saying. Now the thing is, they're allowed. The kids are allowed to play it as long as they have their parents' permission to play it. That's how that's how that works. That's how those things work. That if you look into the EULAs and the TOSs, like if they are under thirteen, they need a parent or guardian to approve it. Parent or guardian never fucking approves it because the kid doesn't give a shit because there's no actual teeth behind it. But like, that's kind of that's kind of one of those murky areas. Like you know. Because the thing is, if you add another layer of complexity to the EULA or the TOS or the sign-in process, that makes it more difficult and makes people that are going to play the game casually, like just playing regular adults, makes them just less likely to play it. If there's another layer of, of, of obfuscation to getting into the game, people already hate that it's like, oh yeah, Crash Bandicoot 4. Well, it's not an online game, it's a single-player game, but the whole thing went down when the Blizzard store went down. The, th- the thing that yeah. bothers me the most about that is that it allows for open voice communication with potentially minors, which I don't agree yeah. with. Like, yeah, yeah. No, that's I, a big deal. I play Pokemon Go, and I'm sure that there's tons of kids playing Pokemon Go, but you cannot talk with anyone at all. It's not even an yep. option. Not even text yep. chat. It's it's like completely cut off. You can se- you can send them a uh, a greeting card with a sticker on it. Basically, right. you can send them a present with a sticker attached to it, and that's about it. But that's that the extent game, of you like literally chatting with an eight year old who's playing it. I'm just like, no, no. I want to play with other people my age instead of children. Yep. No, 100 percent, 100 percent. That's that's why a lot of games make me very upset that I play them because it's like, oh, God, this is clearly a minor. This is clearly a prepubescent clearly minor. 12 year old is <laughs> kicking my ass right now and my ego can't take it. No, it's more like clearly this 12 year old is shouting slurs at me and pretending to be all hard. I don't need this. I don't need this kid like stepping to me and just like, yeah, what, foo, what, what? It's like you're like 12 and you're from like Minnesota. You are from some suburb of Milwaukee. Please stop this. I can hear the accent. Anyway, um, there's something down here for Riot Games, Gav. Chris. You I don't know much, much about it. Or I haven't. I haven't. I haven't either. I figured you might have better information than I did. Uh, they I released a new champion. She's it, okay. And Ramus got I've his rework. Let's talk about the actual. And Ramus got his rework, and it's in his oh, new. Oh, did Ramus get his rework? It's on the PBE currently, I believe. I don't know if it's released or if it's on the PBE, but I know it's on the PBE for sure. Uh, and his ult is under- give me, give me, give me <laughs> And his ult Dota is two released a hero named Dawn Breaker. Um, and she thick, she, she thick, thick, she thick, thick. She don't skip leg day. Um, she's got some abilities. They hurt bad guys. And, uh, <laughs> Kevin tried so hard. I didn't put it in here, Kevin, so I wasn't going to talk about it. But okay, something called Solar Guardian, Celestial Hammer, Starbreaker, but it's not Urel from Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, she's clearly not Urel from Heroes of the Storm. Not at all. Mm. And uh, she's and changes and things. Uh, so yeah, Dota just dropped yesterday. A pretty big patch. Uh, pretty uh, most of the hero. A lot of heroes got touch ups. Uh, there are items that have been removed. Necronomicons been removed. 
um, Royal Jelly, which is a neutral item, has been removed. A lot of other bits and bobs have been removed for the game. And a lot of new updates and changes. Uh, I believe LB's I believe LB's statement about it was uh, Rat Dote is back. <clears throat> and oh, yeah, I agree, Rat Dote they, is back. Yeah, the one thing that I did notice about the patch notes is that there's a lot more room to like hide in the bushes. Yes, they did do a visual update and they did do a functional update for some of the lanes, uh, for some of how the, the, the tree lines work and things like that. <clears throat> yeah, so I actually do a lot of play as support in Dota when I play. And LB always tells me to hide in the bushes and fight. Play in the trees. Play in the trees. I'll be able to hide in the trees more. There's a quick point. Gwen is not live yet. She's on PBE then. Okay. All right. She's been released to the PBE then. Yeah, she's been on PBE for a while. I think the patch that contains her data is live, but she's she's not live. But yes, uh, her and Ramus are both on the PBE, and Ramus's new uh, alt is underwhelming, but his visual update is very is is nice. Uh, Chris, let's talk about Outriders. There's some news here. For that. Yeah, so um, Outriders launched last week. Um, the the reception for the game is overwhelmingly positive. The reception for the server issues are not. <laughs> um, when the game went live, uh, the servers kind of took a giant shit and Swell said, fuck you guys for the first couple of days. Um, they're still not 100% working at the moment. Uh, Cross-platform uh, crossplay is just flat out being disabled because it's not functioning. Um, and that will not be fixed until a patch. Uh, the crossplay will not be fixed until the first patch, which we do not have a date for yet. So yeah, they did bring out a statement saying this is why this is why this has happened. We're really sorry. We fucked up. Here's a full list of details as to why this has happened. I'm glad and that they're being a, transparent about it. They're being super fucking transparent mm -hmm. about it. Um, the server issues are essentially a case of they bought RAM. The RAM didn't do what it was supposed to do. They thought it would. They're now buying more RAM. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially the long and short mm -hmm. of it. Use a um, data center noob? I don't know. <laughs> um, they are giving us some bits and bobs as a we are sorry uh, for this. So for anyone who played between the 31st of March and April 11th, uh, you will receive um, a, a appropriate, your highest level character will receive a level appropriate legendary weapon. Uh, level appropriate amounts of titanium, which is one of the resources for upgrading epics and legendaries to higher stats and higher levels. Um, and you will also receive the frustration emote, which uh, is otherwise unobtainable at the moment, and the irony is not lost on anyone for that emote. Um, um, it uh, game currently has a seventy six percent on Open Critic with sixty percent recommend. That's um, really not bad. That's better than average. I mean, to me, it just looked like a clone of like Warframe or something or Division. Is that true, Chris? Or I mean, most games are clones of other things nowadays. Um, it is essentially Square Enix's Division mashed with a bit of uh, Borderlands kind of gameplay. It plays really fun. I think there is because it, because there's multiple classes with multiple build potentials. There's some replayability in regards to what you're playing. 
um, and the expeditions at level at uh, end game are varying. There are quite a few of them, and not uh, not all of them are <coughs> available at any given time. They rotate, and you have an end game. You have a goal, so it's nice to you know go towards that goal. Do you feel like you're going to spend a lot of time doing stuff at end game, or do you feel like it's going to get repetitive and boring? Um, I mean, every game gets repetitive and boring. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I'll probably play this one more than I played like the division. But that's because the division has a set of end games. That's it. Whereas this one kind of rotates and changes and changes depending on which ones are up. So you kind of really... hard. You you go real hard on games for a short period of time, Chris. I mean, I wouldn't say I go real hard. Chris, there was a period of time when you played nothing but the division with hot dog in them. Not hot dog. It wasn't hot dog, but I it, you were playing in hot dogs hot server for a while. Yeah, but no, it wasn't hot dogs. It was Mercs. Mercs, that's right. It was Mercs. Yeah. Sorry. And and in fairness, most of them stopped playing as well. So I, well, I know, I know. I'm not saying that. I play, I, I play when my friends play. If my friends stop playing, I'm like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> it just seems like you go real hard on some stuff. For a little bit, and then it's like, okay, bye bye. It's it's called playing games. I mean, <clears throat> it's being a variety gamer. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Oh, I, I, I wouldn't say I go real hard. I <sighs> if my friends are playing a lot, I'll play a lot. If my friends aren't playing a lot, then I'll play when my friends play. Yeah, like what was that chicken game you were playing? Uh oh, what the fuck's it called again? Not real. That no, no, yeah, Realm Royale. There's, there's the other check. There's the other checking game where there's like four people no, and then there's like two people. The, the one, one where you, you turn into an egg when you die. No, no, the one? the one where you get to the end of the course. There's multiple, multiple courses. Fall guy. That's Fall it. guys. Fall guys. Brayden's yeah. still playing that. I still have that. I still jump. Don't they only have like five thousand active players now, or something like that? No, it's gone up again. Oh, they bounce back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. They added in some new stuff um, with the last patch, so you can do like customs and and stuff like that and groups. So it it went oh, back. So you up. can do more than just four people now. Yeah, I so, think. Um, right, I, it's the kid. He'll tell you. I wasn't paying attention. Not gonna lie, wasn't paying the attention. That I have for what Gav said. I mean, I think I I always want to play a single game and play it a lot and only play that one game, but. There's never a game that has feels like I can hold that holds my attention enough to do that with. Like that I wanted to do World that with Division or Warcraft or whatever, but there are, I, I you always get to a point where it's like you get burnt out from it. I think that's also a symptom of us just getting older. Maybe. I think that may just be a symptom. I, I'm getting not older. Getting older. And, no, no, not at all, Neth. Um no, I I think that's partially a symptom of us just growing the fuck up, and it's but, like I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's like oh yeah when you grow up you stop playing games. No, I'm just saying it's like I think it's a symptom of us just getting older, and it's like we have more shit going on in our lives. We can't dedicate all of our time to a single game. Yeah, well, I mean, there I reached a point in Diablo three where I would play for an entire night and not get a single upgrade, and I felt like okay now this feels bad, you know, or I was playing. Uh, Destiny, and I was like, I'm just doing the same three things over and over again every week. This feels bad. And I stopped playing. And like, I tried to boot up Warframe today, and I was like, I'm going to try playing this again. And I get into the game, and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing in this game right now? I don't know. Yep. And I put and I put it down. 
Cause it's yeah, like, no, that's, you know, that's fair. You like, I want to be able to d- jump in, do something, feel like I've made some progress and then jump out. But that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you've gotten older. Your priorities have shifted. You can't just sit there and just mindlessly slam your head into a wall for six hours. Right. But if I was, if I was 16 <clears throat> years old and I had all the time in the world to play video games right now, I still wouldn't pl- be playing Diablo three because I would be playing and playing and playing and not getting any upgrades and feeling like shit about it. So I disagree because I, at, at 16, I would have, I did in Diablo two. I mean, I don't think I'm I've, I've, got an eight, I've got an 18 year old who sits and plays like Europa Universalis for like fucking 12 hours at a go. Like, <laughs> I still jump in and play The Sims for like six hour sessions, like every couple of days. Oh, God. He just installed Sims 4. I have lost my child by the I way. Have, yeah, yeah I, I reinstalled The Sims like two days ago, and I'm building, I'm going to be having a, like, this is a week of The Sims uh, coming up. Uh, content, content, Chris. Stream it, content. Yeah, if I stream it though, you'll have an angry dog in the background the whole time. So, you know. <laughs> who cares? I'll stream uh, it. By the way, Gab, but, I just noticed uh, this is coming back in nicely. Yes, it is. It is. It, it is coming back. In it's been nice months. Though. It's been months, but it's coming back. Yeah. Yes. I had to trim I the mustache. Actually- I think it's actually thicker than before, though. I I I, I increased the uh the area that uh, okay. I I let it do. So I by the way, guys, the we still have a lot of things to do for that. Yeah, we really yeah, really we do. do. We, we do. really do. Yeah, I so have I have the more Resident Evil. I have I have the bones of the one shot set up. I just need to get I need to do some more work on that, and I I will try to figure out what I'm doing exactly. I'm not I sure. I have the bones of the Resident Evil set up. I just need to psych myself back up. Um, I need to. I literally just need. I literally just need to sit down on WoW and just start leveling a character. Uh, and because it was classic, I did mine. it was classic, no, right? It wasn't classic. It, no, it no, was, classic was the was the other challenge we didn't make. That's right. Yeah. Iron Man. It was Iron Man class you like the least, yeah. and I did mine, and, <clears> and it was on camera. Died very quickly, and I died very quickly, not intentionally, and it can be proven because that was on video. Not intentionally, I just died. Yeah, I, I need to just sit down and start working on that one day. Uh, I just haven't. The, anyway. My give a fuck is, is turned off, so <laughs> I just keep forgetting to. I need so, to do more of the Resident Evil. It's just, oh god, I was so fucking stressed out. That yeah, it needs to be, it needs to be late at night. At night. Nope, it needs, to be played, it needs to be played at 11 o'clock at night, Kevin, with all the lights off. That's how it works. Yeah, It does. That's just how it works. I mean, in all in all honesty, for me, it doesn't because I would be equally terrified right now with full sunlight out as I would be twelve hours from now in pitch mm. black. It does not matter for me how brighter brighter not it is. It's still going to mind fuck the hell out of me. I, it would so, probably yes. We, um, I'm gonna say this right now. We're gonna sit down uh, this week. Um, let's say Wednesday. Chris, do you have raid or anything on Wednesday? Uh, no. Okay, I say we sit down for an hour. Talk about off the show. No, I, I, no. This is this is like me being transparent with everybody that helped us during our donation drive last year. Um, we're gonna sit down this Wednesday for about an hour. Uh, and we are going to hammer out the details. Like, damn the consequences. We're just gonna hammer out the details. We're gonna have a stream schedule set up for you all. Uh, for the remaining uh the remaining bits and pieces that we have to do for our uh, incentive goals. So we're going to have that set up and we will have that out by the next show. 
So hopefully publicly posted by this weekend, by this coming weekend, but we'll have it up by next show, bare minimum. All right. Um, one final thing I wanted to say about our discussion earlier. I think this is why I go back to um, like skill-based games, like, you know, even what LB wants us to do and play Dota, that's at least a game where if you play it and you play it and you play it, you can feel like you're getting better. And instead of like, you having to grind something like to get gear in Diablo. The more you play, I don't feel like I'm getting better in those games. I feel like I'm getting more confused when I play those games. LB sent me his MMR for like the first year that he played. It was like trash for most of that first year. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's, how long did it take you to get better at Warzone? Not it wasn't like you played two times. I've been playing for a year. Yeah, you've been playing for a year, and like I can tell you that there is a vast gulf of difference between Neth when we first introduced Neth to Warzone and (laughs) Neth as I came in and played, what was it, like two weeks ago, I played a game with you, and you're just like, you're making these calls, and you're making shots, and I'm just like, the fuck happened here? Yeah, (laughs) the fuck is going on? Who is this person? There's and a I vast think, I think difference. MOBAs are even worse because it's even not Danny like, has pointed that out, which I find really weird. <laughs> like even like MOBAs are even worse because like the gameplay is not as and it's not as intuitive as a shooter. Because like no, with a shooter, you move the mouse and you press the button, and like in a MOBA, you've got to like you got to like you you, you have map awareness, you have then you, deeper map awareness, yeah. things like that. Yeah, so there's a lot of things. Yes, Neth and her controller. I know. Um, the whole fucking like inventory system it's weird yeah and and it's like each of the heroes plays differently Mm -hmm. and i just i don't it's not that it's not enjoyable i enjoy watching you guys play mobas i i like watching it i just can't wrap my mind around it because there's like there's different lanes and different lanes means different things and then there's different characters and that yeah. also means different things and then this is different well, not different take, but so that is too have, much yeah. so taking taking league an example like top lane is an island you're up there they're doing their things watch for the mm-hmm. jungler mid lane is the one that makes a lot of the plays they gank and they roam and gank the bottom then, lane is the one then, that depicts okay. dragon and farms. It's a fucking. But then top lot. lane changes depending on what character you are. Yep. You're doing this, you're there, doing there, that, there or you're doing. Some, there are some top laners much. that are truly an island, and you leave them the fuck alone. There are mid laners where it's like, okay, I just need to sit here and farm. You have your Vagar mids, you have your Nasus tops, where it's just like, I'm gonna leave them the fuck alone for the next 25 minutes, and then they're and going that, to steamroll and- the entire game. See, and that that's the thing that I don't enjoy. There's too much. It's too much for me. Well, the, that's, like, yeah, that's the thing. You know, I, like, like the, They cut a lot out of that in Heroes of the Storm, and I'm glad I started with that game because it was far less complicated. The problem that you're dealing with Dota is that it's been around for so fucking long that people think that they know the exact right way to play it, and they expect uh-huh. everyone else to know that too, and they expect everyone to play the game like that. Yeah, and it's like... That's actually not a bad call. We it might... To, enter, to like to really introduce Neth to, Neth to MOBAs, I, it might be a better way to go the I the, the, the route the, the hero's route. I, and I disagree because I remember how much trouble Kevin had transitioning from heroes into those games of League we played, and then it's from mostly, League into Dota. It's honestly mostly gameplay mechanics, just like being able to just hold down space to have Sorry. the game follow my character was like <laughs> one of the most intuitive things that they did with that. You game, can do that but, in League. Well, yeah, you do that in League, but not yeah. really in Dota. You can do that in Dota. D- Dota, if you click on your hero portrait, it follows your character around. 
Yeah, and I map that to spacebar, and it still doesn't yeah. work the same way. So it's like, well, you don't hold it. You don't hold it in Dota. You just click the button, and it just follows you. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. I <clears> want it to follow me when I want it to. Anyway, but the yeah, thing is, is that we're getting we don't need to get into a breakdown of my fucking game. I, I know, I know. I was Kevin. I literally just said we're getting into the weeds here, and I was giving it off to you. So yeah, I mean. Now, that might help you to kind of get your bearing straight in terms of like this is what a MOBA's just like. Just watching you then... guys, it, it all it, it's just not. It, I just don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. I get stressed out. I I don't enjoy it. And like Warzone, even when I was, I'm not saying I'm great, but like even when I was like just starting and absolute shit at it, I was still having fun mm-hmm. playing it. I never really felt like I was having fun playing League. And that's I tried. And there were moments, but they were few and far between. Whereas Warzone, I was consistently having fun, even if it was just laughing at the stupid-ass shit that I had just done, I was still having fun. Yeah. And that's ultimately... It's like I, I was just trying to remind people. It's like it's a game, y'all. Just have fun. If you're not having fun, why the fuck are you playing the game? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like you know, I have limited amount of time that I get to play, anyways, because between you know the kid doing university from home this year uh-huh. and working full time, and you know, like some nights I just don't want to come and sit in the computer chair, even if he's not using the computer. I don't want to sit and play computer games because my couch is more comfortable so you know like i i have limited amount of time i'm not gonna spend it playing something if i'm not consistently having fun with it Mm -hmm. you know like i the same thing with valheim like valheim like it's a neat game and i enjoyed being in it with you guys but it's you know like i i like playing games with my friends same as chris said but valheim it was like i need a purpose it's a limited gameplay loop. There's no purpose in Valheim. It's it's a limited gameplay loop for somebody that's an objective based gamer. Yeah, like and so like it was like oh this is fun, but like what am I why what is the why of why I'm like why are we doing this like mm-hmm. where's the where's the story where's the quest where's my objective like give me something like yeah, the, I to that and I think it would be nice if like if gav could give us an objective like he could build a story for us to do something oh my god that would be the dm of valheim you want gav to be the dm of valheim yes oh my god oh could we oh my god could we do a D are we gonna do are we gonna do a said we're gonna when we've already said we've already said hold on we've already said when boulder's gate comes out or when <clears throat> Tailspire comes out, we're gonna look at doing like a D and D with that, <gasps> so we can have yes. like actual oh my God, yay! <laughs> things that we can visualize. But I don't imagine Vo- Valheim is gonna be a good place for that. If we want, if we want shit like that, let's go find a GTARP server. That'll be fun. No, no, no. What would be awesome <laughs> is if like you made Chris and LB actually make the dungeon that we're gonna do in Valheim actually make oh, them build God. it you can't LB really build would, dungeons LB it would be, would be a, it would be an elevated down. structure it would be an elevated structure above the ground yeah and i mean it ends that, with that's a still tower. a dungeon thing yeah. um, 
Neth, GTA RP yeah, is just GTA yeah, yeah, yeah. Five Online, but on an RP server. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I no, I missed what you said. I, I, I just heard the GRP, and I was like, "What is that?" Because I missed the TA. <laughs> hey, it's better that you heard G, uh, GRP and not ERP. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that could be really fun if like Gavril does like. And like we could do turn based or something, or you could like put something on the ground and that would indicate that there's monsters there, and then we would do oh, like a D and D battle. You know you uh, you know so you're literally describing WoW RP servers that are not Goldshire, right? Yeah, that's exactly what they're describing. Like It'd I have done so cool. like literally what you are describing is I have mm -hmm. done that in on WoW RP servers. Uh, yep, he's not wrong. That does happen. Like you get a good, you get you get a dedicated group of people. Yeah, that's the. It's it's a nice free form kind of role playing experience. I was I was a Draenei paladin. Nice. Anywho, this is way off the rails at this point. I am the fucking weeds, and you are just volun you're voluntolding me. You're voluntolding me, you bastards. That would be so fun. I am trying to uh, save you. I know you are. I appreciate it. There's Capcom I news. I love listening to your stories, Gab. That's the thing Capcom for me. I, have like, I love listening to your stories. My stories are entertaining, only to myself mostly. Uh, <laughs> I have Capcom news. Hey, folks, Monster Hunter Rise came out on the 26th of March. In 11 days, it sold 5 million units. Wow. Jesus. Oh, it is a Switch exclusive. Wow. For That's a, year. a Switch exclusive? Uh, it's it's a Switch exclusive for a year, right? And um, then it comes out on PC? It'll yeah. release on PC in March 2022. Um, so in five in two, less than two weeks, I believe is it's somewhere between eleven and fourteen days. It sold five million units worldwide. Wow, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it will since it is a Switch exclusive. It probably will not match the numbers that World did. Uh, World sold over fifteen million units, I believe it was uh, globally, but it also released on three consoles. Uh, it released on two consoles and PC. Uh, so. Different there, more, more, more damage just spread out over the uh, over the uh, entire world. But uh, with it being a Switch exclusive, selling five million units, it's all a third of world in two weeks. So I'm really excited to see how that game goes uh, and they continue expanding on it. Um, I don't believe they've released a true full roadmap for the game. We do know that we're getting some content here in April uh, for it. We're getting at least one content uh, drop in April, so. Can't wait to see how it goes. And Monster Hunter World has sold 16.8 million copies so far. Yeah, 16.8 million copies worldwide. And it was a huge surprise for Capcom how well it did on PC as well. Uh, it made them reconsider the PC market because uh, Capcom is a very traditional Japanese developer. Um, they did not, they don't consider because PC gaming is not a huge thing in Japan. Uh, as big as console gaming is or mobile gaming, mobile gaming is much bigger than either console or PC in Japan. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that they actually did do a port to PC was a big deal in the first place. And the fact that it surprised the fuck out of them, how many game, how many copies of a game they sold. Uh, I'm going to remind folks that monster hunter world is Capcom's best selling game ever period. It is their top selling game. Hands down, bar none, resident evil, fucking street fighter, everything else. It is their top selling really? game ever. Wow! I do, not do you mean just the single game or the franchise? We're not going by franchise here. We're talking single game. Monster Hunter World is their best-selling game of all time. Hmm. Okay. It is their best seller. 
Monster uh, Hunter Worlds okay. is their Final Fantasy VII. Yes, it is their hands down, flat out, the best selling game they've ever done. That beats Street Fighter. That beats Mega Man. That beats uh, uh, Resident Evil. It beats all of their other franchises. Okay. It is a ridiculously good selling game. It is a fantastic, gorgeous ass game. And I still kind of, I still boot up and go do a hunt every now and then just for shits and gigs. Um, wonderful, wonderful game. Absolutely love it. It is fantastic. Uh, but I, I really I, wanted to like, and just could not get into and that's fair. And I, I think I was too, I, I think I was too late on that one. Like I, I, everybody else was like way, way, way up. And I was starting too late. They were getting all their way out of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so monster hunter world fantastic rise is already shaping up to be fantastic i love the movement system uh the streamlining they've done for some of the weapons because even in world i was a hunting horn main and i was a light bowgun main uh, i am currently a hunting horn main in rise uh because of the changes that they've done to the hunting horn it feels so much nicer um so i'm super thrilled about it i can't wait to see what else they do with the game the the reason why I never got into this game is because every time I watched it, the movement and the targeting and the actual animations for like, like hitting things seems so janky. It seems oh, like oh. slow and weird. Well, so the thing is, is that in world in Monster Hunter games, period, the weapon itself determines things like swing speed and things like that. So there are weapons that are slower. You have your hammers, you have your hunting horns, you have your great swords. Those are all slow, ponderous, big weapons. They slow your movements. Like, uh, hair, uh, great sword slows your movement speed, but it gives you this chunky weight when you swing that thing because you're moving ponderously when you have it drawn. Because of how the attack animations work, it gives you that visceral feeling of this thing fucking weighs. This is big. And you're going to swing and you're going to do big damage if you land that hit. Okay. Like, Bowgun is a fast rapid movement you're sliding all over the place you're shooting uh heavy bowgun slows you down but it feels like you're carrying a goddamn minigun hmm. it's like the, the, the game the weapons are very specifically designed to give you a certain feel an aesthetic they're supposed to be a general so you know how in other games you there are silhouettes they talk about silhouettes yeah so to make it easily recognizable what you're dealing with your bruiser is typically big and towards the ground. Your lithe, agile character usually has that kind of like, ooh, dancey sort of like low to the ground kind of look. Um, that is very much how the Monster Hunter weapons work. Like each weapon has its own sort of aesthetic and a sort of own sort of silhouette and sort of weight and feel to how the weapon works. And the animations are weird to look at until you understand the language that they're presenting them to you in. World had so good hitboxes compared to the older games. The older games had terrible hitboxes in a lot of cases. Where it's like, oh, hey, I'm right here, and the monster's over here, and the monster goes, and I go, fuck. Mm -hmm. World, it's more like, oh, yeah, you're right here. And the monster goes, boom, and it attacks, you go, flop. Uh, yeah. I, I'm very passionate about Monster Hunter. I can't help it. It's, it's just one of those. I mean, it's impressive we that know. they have this look as good as it does on Switch with oh, multiplayer. Yeah. It plays. It it looks gorgeous on my TV when I play it in docked mode. It looks gorgeous. It's absolutely fantastic. Which in fact, is still I only upscaled 720p, which is crazy. Yeah, upscaled 720p. Yeah, um, I play it. I play it handheld. I actually can't. Don't feel like I can play it handheld sometimes because it feels like there is a lot of information going on. 
mm-hmm. and it feels so tight. Uh, but that's because I don't really play a lot of handheld games. Somebody's going to have to give me a list because when I move, that Switch is the only thing I'm going to be able to use for like probably a month. So uh, I've got a good list of games for you. I got a good list of games for you. Cool. I got a Why is the Switch going to be the only thing you can use? Because shit's going to be in a box for two weeks as I move, so I'm not going to be able to use my computer. He's not going to. He's not going to like open up his computer first before he opens up his kitchen. Well, yeah, but no, it it will it it you will physically take ten days on a truck. Yeah, normal people do not do that. Yeah, and it's also it's going to be being shipped too. So yeah, so he'll be there before. Wait, wait, truck. are you? Are you driving or are you flying when you move? I am flying and my shit is being driven. He's using a moving service to get his stuff. Yeah, I'm using a moving service. See, I just assumed that you would drive yourself and... It's like a 21-hour drive. People, That's people like- with money don't move themselves, Neth. No, 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 no. I'm not moving I his car. Drive your car. Oh, no, they'll probably hook the car up to the trailer. Up oh, to the moving okay. truck. They'll probably have it on a trailer. Yes, Did you just poor shame her? No, I rich shamed Kevin. <laughs> I don't know what just worked. Eat, oh. Eat the rich. Eat the fucking rich. Eat him up. Kevin, what are you getting? A, what are you getting? A monocle, tails, and a top hat. Uh. I'm sure that Vince owes me one for Christmas or something. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the other, the other rich uncle money bags. No, none of our none of our friends are rich. We're no. we are like paycheck higher, to paycheck people. Some of our folks are in higher economic stratas of the middle class, but we're all pretty firmly middle class, I think, at this point. You think I'm sitting around playing video games because I've got tons of money? Yes, yes, I do, Kevin. <laughs> All right, let's so we do have to touch tumors. We have some E3 news, folks. There will be E3 this year. It will be digital only. It will be on June 12th through June 15th. Four day long stream is what we are planned or what, what we are promised. Um, <laughs> we are planned. Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, <laughs> Konami. Ubisoft, Take-Two, Warner Brothers, and Koch Media are all confirmed. Sony is not confirmed. Coke um, Media. Coke Media? Okay. It's the um, Coke. Anyway, I'm looking forward to some video game news. I'm actually wondering how this E3 is going to be different, given the fact that like the past year to two years' worth of games that have been hyped have all... like flopped when they've come out due to technical problems so like you know i'm wondering if companies are going to be like uh we're not going to show you as much as we thought we were going to show you or we're going to be super conservative with release dates or how do do you think it's going to change it's going to go down just like blizzcon line like they're going to be very cagey and they're not going to release a whole lot you know, except the day before when accidentally gets all leaked on their website. Everything gets released, yeah. But it still wasn't that much. BlizzCon line was not the BlizzCon for this year was not that much information, I don't feel. No, 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 no. Especially the wild stuff. The wild stuff was so sparse on information. Yeah. So I feel like it's gonna be very similar to how BlizzCon line went, where it's gonna be like a sparse bit of information. There might be one or two like big blowout announcements, but that's gonna be it. Like TBC. TBC was a big blowout. I mean, TBC was a big blow, but we all knew it was coming even we, before it was leaked. 
Oh, we knew it was coming. We fucking knew it was. They 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 have made too much money and saved too many subs with WoW Classic. Yeah, to not like, do TV. Even even before it was leaked the day before, we knew for like a, a year before it was coming. <laughs> yeah, there was no way they weren't doing TBC. There was no way they weren't doing BC Classic. There was no yeah. way. I mean, just I mean, like, there's, like there's just like there's absolutely no way they're not going to go on Irath. Oh yeah, no, so Irath was the big big push of subs. Oh yeah. Like, case in point, I went back through my news and I saw that Sony had a big announcement recently, or um, Square Enix had a big, like, trade show and announcement on stuff. I didn't even, I didn't even, it, like, didn't even pop up in my news feed. Like, I didn't even realize it happened. So I, I think that, you know, there are going to be a lot more conservative, like, announcements to games in the future we're moving away. well the thing is we over the last five years or so we've been moving away from the one large show where everything is revealed mm-hmm. uh, i mean even with gamescom gamescom used to be the place to reveal stuff like e3 no mm-hmm. fucking fucking bush league comparative to gamescom but i mean even it was announced at gamescom hmm Legion was announced at Gamescom. Legion was announced at Gamescom. But I think overall, as an industry, as a whole, I think we're moving... And we've mentioned this on previous shows. When I think it was Sony or whoever it was decided they weren't going to last year's... Doing last year's trade show. Or somebody said they weren't going to one of the trade shows last year. And they just fucking released their information. Like, as a, as a press conference. They did a press conference of their own and released their information. Like, I think we're moving further and further away from the trade shows as the main focus into more individualized things. And this is the same fucking thing I said last time. I think we're moving away from trade shows being the main focus and into more niche specific things. Well, I think that, and then I also think like companies thinking it's okay to release a game when it's only half baked or trying to rush it so that it's out for, you know, a specific investor deadline and like expecting that to go well. Um, I think we've seen enough backlash with Anthem, with you know Marvel, with some of these games that have come out recently. That Cyberpunk, uh, Cyberpunk, yeah, that they have to, you know, take their time, make sure it's actually ready, make sure it's baked. I mean, I the and maybe that was just because like things were coming out more on PCs, and they're like, oh, we can just patch it, we can just patch it, and it's like, no, people aren't going to be there to when you get your game patched to even play it by that point. Yeah, the cycle is very tight nowadays. Well, the cycle has tightened up significantly. The and I, I mean, don't you think the reason why was because it was console and you couldn't patch? Like yeah. back in the day, like it yeah. was impossible to patch. So unless well, the game fucking works, it's done. The problem is, or, that even, or even even um, original computer games, you couldn't easily patch them because you had like, to when you ship they it on came it. on CDs. Like, yeah, you had to ship it on an expansion pack or something, or you had to go like, oh hey, if you'd like the newest update, please send two dollars for shipping and handling to XYZ to get a floppy disk in the mail that has the updated EXE or bat file or whatever. Right. Yeah, now, I remember then, that kind of shit. We we've the the pendulum has swung to almost expecting a day one patch to come out mm-hmm. to fix something because the game is already broken by the time you install it. Like, well, it's like, it's insane. The developers have, have conditioned us to that. Mm-hmm. They, they've conditioned us to expect a day one patch. It's like, oh, well, the game I bought is not really the game I bought. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I hope you like, <laughs> hope you like installing five gigs day one <laughs> with 30,000 other people trying to install at the exact same time. It's like yeah, when when Cyberpunk launched for that day one patch, most people couldn't download the day one patch. I was one of those people. I couldn't download the day one patch. 
Because yeah, why? Because it, it wouldn't download? Because there were so many other people trying to connect to the Steam servers to download <laughs> the day one patch. One of the hypest oh. games of the last five years releasing. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, there's millions of people trying to download at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it doesn't work. And Ellie brings up a good point. It's like games are infinitely more complex at the same time. It's like you go back and you look through the code structure of, say, commanding the original Command and Conquer or the original Warcraft. Or, you know, Sam and Max or uh, Monkey Island. The complexity of the game, just on the code level, is much lower. And the complexity of the game itself, like from a gameplay standpoint, is infinitely more complex than it was even 10 years ago. Yeah, anyway, it's... Wow, just shut me down there, Kevin. Okay. Of course they're more complex. There's 20 years of game development in there. I love you, buddy. (laughs) Going to kill you. (laughs) But uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how this is going to change, how they release games, how they announce games, and I hope they've learned something from it, you know? I hope they've I hope they've actually they're going to do something different as a result of that. All right. Um Gavril had to take a phone call. Let's move on. Um was there anything else that, that we wanted right? to do to wrap up the wrap up the call today or the call. podcast? It's too much work. Um, Caller, you're online. <laughs> final thoughts, Neth? Uh, happy birthday, Gavril. Chris? Happy uh, birthday, Gavril. <laughs> I will also wish, wish Chris a happy birthday, which he will never hear because he never listens to the show anyway. Um, Chris, do you want to take us out? Uh, sure. So I don't want to have a do that. Don't do that. Uh, mm. No. Oh, if we don't, it's fine. I'll just take us out. Well, let, let's I... let's allow Gabriel to have a, a final thought. Yeah. Oh, I have a final thought too. Okay, finally. Uh, there's no head. There's I, I'm blonde. There's there's no thoughts in these head. In this head. In these head. <laughs> in these head. In these head. In these head. Okay, I'm going to cut it so we don't get copy striked. Um, it was less than 30 seconds. I know. Um, DMCA, 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 DMCA. Knock, knock, knock. FBI, open up. Um, final thought. Should we do our final thought again so Gabriel hears what our fast by young and leave a pretty corpse. That's my final thought. Our final thoughts were a, a collective happy birthday, Gav. Happy birthday, Gav. Yes, happy birthday. <laughs> well, fuck you too. <laughs> what is that? Sit on this one and spin on this one. <laughs> Didn't know that one. You're old. <clears throat> uh, this, this is this is how you this is how you flip people off in the UK. Yes, and it is. It's, it's, much it is. of the rest of the Anglophile world. This is how you flip people off. I suddenly yes, have is. a don't do that. Um, don't <laughs> flip people off when they tell you happy birthday? Question mark. <laughs> uh, there it is again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all, but uh, my, my final thought is live fast, die young, and leave a pretty corpse. Yeah. I sure as fuck didn't do any of those three. 
<laughs> That's my advice from someone who's lived slow and will not leave a pretty corpse. Probably won't die young. God damn it, just take us out. <laughs> uh, uh, that's going to be the show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at CTC. Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Mac. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore ET. That's two I's, one L. And Neth is at NethWinch. Uh, send any emails at feedback at azeroththctc.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash azeroththctc. For links to today's show, you can visit the website at azeroththctc.com. Share us review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you get these wonderful, wonderful words. I don't think we changed last week, so say daddy, boys and girls. Happy birthday, daddy. daddy. Oh, no, 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 no,